सुबह उठ के वर्कआउट किया सो अगेन अगेन तो इस साल आई थिंक दो ही दिन में सुबह उठ के वर्कआउट किया तो प्रिटी प्रिटी हिस्टोरिक काफी काफी पम्डअप हो जाता है यार व्हेन यू व्हेन यू वर्कआउट इन द मॉर्निंग काफी फन होता है सो योर स्ट्रीक कैलेंडर इज लुकिंग वेरी गुड यस यस एंड एंड आल्सो ये बाद में बात करेंगे तुम लोग बात करो फिर सोडी हाउस योर डे बीन सो फार इट्स वन वेरी गुड मैन गुड गुड ब्रेकफास्ट गुड गुड डेट्स राइट नाउ या सो वी हैव सम डेट्स फ्रॉम अबू धाबी दैट वी आर ईटिंग दैट्स वी दैट्स द पीनट फॉर द डे Yeah. Yo, yo. And we have with us Gargi. How's your day been so far? Gargi. 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 Sorry, I'm conditioned. I'm badly conditioned. Ah, uh, it's been good. We have some mimosas, and I have a conference to go to after this, so I'm excited. What's the conference about? It's got. It's an unconference. So basically, the idea is that you don't have any planned talks and. you just go there and have sessions and you can run your own sessions so what are you planning to speak sorry to cut you i am not planning to speak i'm just looking to see what other people have to say but i think everyone else is also unplanned because it's an unconference so no one is planning on speaking no i think yeah that'd be funny but i think there's like several sessions planned so i think there's like one about something to do with linux there is one about transit systems okay i i just Linux and transit systems. What is a transit system? Like, like the TFL. Yeah, or like running cube, like MTA, or something like that. So we're just playing around with something that held Sodi's uh, chargers wire together, and I just realized the hair on it is Sodi's hair. So I'm going to wash my hands. Probably been there for six years. Good reminder for Sodi to buy a new laptop. Um, I so think the Gyani. I think the episodes hosted by Gyani are the funniest ones. Yeah. So you guys can donate on our Patreon page, and then <laughs> we'll have a Patreon page by the time we publish this podcast. <laughs> so yeah, and then we all can buy laptops and better equipment and serve you better. Can you do Patreon for rupees instead of dollars? Um, how does it matter? How does it matter? Like, why would you want to do rupees? Money is money. No, because I'd rather prefer you. <laughs> People who will give to your Patreon would rather be inclined to pay I mean, in rupees. If, if you're paying by a, like a debit thing, it does not. Really but then people get charged a fee. Do you think? Yeah. yeah. What do our listeners think? Do you want to donate at all? <laughs> <laughs> if you do, would you be inclined to donate in rupees or in dollars? <laughs> or rather, would uh, donating in dollars affect your ability to deliver? Donate. 
Oh, no. Okay, so let's. Uh, should we should we get into the podcast now? Oh, this is yes. already the first podcast. <laughs> um, yes, I um, almost forgot about it. Because this is a short <laughs> podcast. Uh, we'll try to stay on track, which is tough because I'm hosting. Um, okay, so this is Wagner is not short. How is this a short? Wagner is a short podcast. Okay, you cool. clearly haven't heard enough. Yeah, yeah. Podcast. that's true. Okay, <laughs> I won't deny that. But sure, okay, sure. and people can just listen the first 20 minutes because they get a short podcast if they do that <laughs> sorry um, uh that's a lot of meta podcasting related <laughs> talks um so tell us something about yourself what got you to london how did you get here i took a oh i took a flight mm-hmm. <laughs> i swam all the way to india so to the english channel yeah no, so basically i work at bloomberg for like last 1.5 years now and yeah basically that's what got me to london and does that answer your question oh uh, i mean like you were with, so gargi was in gargi was in pilani with us yeah. studying computer science uh she probably was the one who attended the most classes among the four of us yeah um, probably so okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so how did you get into pilani and how did you find bloomberg that's that's what trying, i was trying to get at okay oh Cool. Uh, how did I get into Pilani? Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave birth. I'm sorry, I have terrible <laughs> answers. But yes, so I think. As in, as in, what, what was Pilani a specific choice? So Or was it was it just simply going with the flow and? Yeah. And so it was. I like every. I don't know if it was everyone, but like everyone was like, oh, I gave a teacheri. Didn't get good enough rank to like get anything worthwhile that I. think mm-hmm. i would have liked to do and everyone else there was like i don't know if that still is that probably still is but there was like a lot of computer science hype mm-hmm. and i liked math a lot and i oh so there was no specific like love for computer science no not at all which is funny and like good looking back i don't think i could have done anything else like i hated like mm-hmm. the electrical engineering part of our degree it was the worst you're ever. not alone on that Yeah. But, but you could have like thought about doing something like a like a, especially with Pilani you can do something like, like a math plus computer science. That's so I had I I wanted to do like a math minor. I think somebody somebody in our batch took like it was A7 B4 okay. instead of B4 A7. Okay. okay. And I had thought about that but then I was like I don't want to spend another year here. Right, right, right. So, yeah. Yeah. A7 B4 for Are basically like course codes for people who are not some some I'm not sure your university or if you didn't go dip, if you didn't go to university uh, that I'm, I probably can't explain it but I'm sure your university had something similar but yeah A7 was computer science B4 was mathematics yeah so like how Pilani does the special thing where you have like degrees in like pure sciences which yeah. was I think pretty cool yeah the, the yeah I, I agree the it, it's it's almost a scam I think I mean because you get like three you you get you you're a masters in sciences and you also get a btech in 5 years it's like a good uh, uh good Scam. combo deal yeah uh, like yeah yeah but also, you're tempted to i mean this is hindsight right i at the time i never thought it was a good deal did you think it was a good deal actually yeah, you're right uh, i don't i don't think i would have chosen it yeah i mean you know hindsight i had a very i had a very um, uh, i did I definitely did not want to give up a life uh, <laughs> earlier in my life. Yeah. So, uh, 
I mean, an option for me was also for like a lot of people to like drop a year or something to yeah. try again for IITs. Uh, but that was simply like not a question for me because I just didn't want to give one complete year to just uh, mm-hmm. before that. I mean, that does not make sense for me. A lot of people do it. I'm sure it works out well for them. But yeah. Yeah, I guess. Sorry. Oh, uh, did you speak? Yeah, I was like, I don't know if it still matters, but like at the time, it seems like a year is a long time, but it isn't really. Yeah. Um. Today I learned like related to colleges. In Stanford, you never drop out ever, and you can just stop going to college and like start after eleven years. Yeah. So, do you yeah. know? Do you know Elizabeth Holmes? Yes. She mm-hmm. she went back to Stanford. No. Are you serious? But no. she could have gone. She would have gone back to Stanford. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Holmes is the uh, famous or infamous co-founder of Theranos. Sorry, the only founder of Theranos. Uh, and it was Harris Cam. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Sam Harris, the speaker, he was studying in Stanford, dropped out 11 years. He was like meditating and doing other things. And then he went back, completed his bachelor's and then did a PhD from Stanford. This is like an amazing safety net, right? So like related to this, how like Sweden has a rule that anybody can take six months of work and then go back to the same job. Like it's a government rule. It's a government rule. Yeah, so that's why like people can go ahead like try doing something of their own yeah. for six months and if they don't think it's panning out they can just go back to the job this is an amazing safety net that's so amazing you can do anything you want for six yeah months. and that makes a lot of sense as well like yeah. for the company for the country yeah. yeah but like today a lot of places you just don't have that option like i mean sure a lot of companies do offer the sabbatical kind of a thing mm-hmm. maybe for people who've been there for a long time but definitely not our companies i mean i don't want to take names but like uh, with Bloomberg, my previous company, you couldn't come back and join the company if you left. If so, you left, yeah. well, you can. If you uh, now you can, but earlier you couldn't. Oh, that way. But yeah. to be to be fair, like with leave, Bloomberg, I know uh, that they give you a return offer. Mm-hmm. The problem is not with Bloomberg. The problem is with the UK and the Indian uh, yeah, visas. Yeah, so because so, if you leave, you lose out on your. They they yeah. do. They are welcome. I mean, they are open to giving you a return mm-hmm. offer because they don't count that as resigning really. So I. Don't know if this is a good pivot or not, but when I so it is for those who don't know, I went to Recurse Center, which is a programming retreat in New York. It's the best freaking place ever, and it's like a it's a community, a tech community with a really long onboarding process. So you can go for twelve weeks, or you can go for six weeks, or you can just go for a week, and. It's self-directed, so there's nobody telling you what to do. So basically, the founder, one of the founders, was homeschooled and like was raised up with the idea of unschooling. So, which is like people are the most motivated when they're not being directed or being told what to do. And like he got into Colombia by like arguing against the education system. That was his old whole school essay. So why did he get into Colombia? Why did he get to proper schooling? Oh, I don't know about that. But I guess eventually you yeah. need to go. What do you do? Yeah. I don't go, know. Go on. I don't think you do, but yeah, he did go to Colombia and that's how he got in. And oh, I was talking about RC. Yeah. So I went for six weeks to RC and initially what I wanted to do was quit my job and go to New York. And I told my manager this. My manager is pretty great. Uh, and he was like, you know what, if you want to take 12 weeks off, like Bloomberg doesn't offer a sabbatical, what you can do instead is 
you quit now and you give your return offer to start as soon as your three months are done. Yeah, but the problem was, so the problem was that uh, the UK laws don't allow me to be employed if I quit and like don't come back in two months, I can't be employed in the UK for a year. So that wasn't an option. But yeah, so like it's it really depends on your manager mm -hmm. and like if your manager can fight for you. But other than that, yeah, there's like no policy of sabbatical. But I think this makes a lot of sense to hire someone after three months or six months because then you don't have to train them, you don't have to look for yeah. another person. Yeah, it's like there's a huge cost of hiring, which I guess I don't know. Like I'm sure they consider because it's like hard to find people. And, and same for same for the country. I mean, I'm I'm sure they do a certain amount of uh, screening and everything when they mm -hmm. give you your visa. And then if you had it, you know, uh, and you're basically giving them forty percent of your salaries, at least in the UK. Mm -hmm. they, yeah. They probably want you. But then why? So I don't think any of the immigration laws make sense at all. Like why the why the hell is there a law which says, oh, if you quit your job here, you can't work for one year. You have a cooling off period. Like how does that make sense? I don't know. Oh, sorry. Maybe at a certain point when they had way more people than they wanted to, it may, could have made sense. I don't know what's the kind of statistic on that. Maybe it still makes sense because they simply have more people that they 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 more people that want to come in the country and they want to give an opportunity to those people. But if wow. you, yeah, but if you have like, I'm not trying to shit on anybody else, but like with tech salaries, you pay a shit ton of money to them, like compared to other people, like there, I don't know, like there won't be free movement after like Brexit, but. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so like that's free movement. So there's a lot of people who pay like pay less tax than we do. Um, moving a step back. Oh, I how did see. You, uh, <laughs> just before that, how, how did you start liking computer? Like, when did you start liking computer science? Or do you still do it for the money? Like, what's? Um. You, yeah. Sure. You like, still, yeah. No, there's like there's so one thing is I think there's nothing wrong at all doing computer science for the money. I know people who do, and that's okay. Like, sure, but if it pays good money and you're good at it, what's what's the harm? And I, I guess, when did I, I think, I think I really enjoyed all the courses and it was just like so fascinating to see, oh, like this is how this happens and this is so smart and so cool, like how, so I think like I like system side of computer science more, which is like, oh, like this is how a debugger works and this is so cool and trying to connect the dots between how things are similar. So like, I will talk like most recent things that I remember, I have like a really bad memory. So like a debugger uses the same system call that S-Trace uh, uses. And the system call allows you to do really shady things like change your processes, registers, and things like that. And that's, that's really fascinating. And- No, wait, 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 sorry. Sorry to cut you out there, but you mentioned courses, do you mean like, which Pilani courses? I, I really enjoyed some of them, to be honest. I loved the operating systems course. That was one of the reasons I did the Linux kernel internship. And I loved uh, I loved all of Sean B's courses. I took parallel computing, which was so much fun. And I took, I also liked this course, which was uh, network programming. 
Mm-hmm. It's not bad how you probably, and it had a lot of assignments. I think it had like nine or ten assignments in one semester. And like, that's all I did that semester. But it was, I think like a lot of, I don't, like a lot of courses were not focused on, were a lot of courses focused on doing things? Wrong person. Like, like compilers, I love compilers. Yeah, you compilers, compilers. You build a compiler over the yeah, like semester. OS wasn't, which was like I love this course, but there's like I don't know how to write a kernel module. Maybe I should go learn how to do that. And yeah, it's like I think what I did was when I saw like some courses, I also saw like what like MIT open course courses look like, or like what other courses on Coursera look like. Like I hated, I also hated some courses, it's not that I loved all of them. What do you think about data structures in two, year two, semester one or two? Oh, that was the worst course ever. Wasn't that this, who was that, Murli P? Murli P. Oh, oh that, was, that was so horrible. There was not yes, there was. Okay. We can totally hear you. Or was it? Say that again. Say that again. Um, was it Disco or was it DSA? Disco was someone else. Disco was also. Yeah, crazy person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that he guy. Oh, he I interrupted. know. I know. He erupted in class. I don't. I know what he is. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like yeah. people yeah. laughed. People laughed that class in front of him. I remember that. I don't remember the guy's I, name. I, I think yeah, the disco person he conducted a tutorial test in like a really large class with like a really large class and yeah. he put the question on the whiteboard and oh, no one yeah. could read it. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Another people this. went from the top of the class yeah. to the bottom of the class. And, and this this was, this is like a class which has like 200 it had, people. It had staircases. Yeah, yeah I, I know. Yeah. It was this and, an and MD3. The, yeah, yeah, somewhere in the MD3. The LTC is much more sort of, uh, uh, I mean, it has staircases. Right, and it's, it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's like, it seems, it's, you can manage that. You can manage the same thing there. <laughs> But in that class, this 3663 is what I remember. Oh, wow. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. I don't know. I, 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 I might be wrong. Uh, never mind. Yeah, it was terrible. So, uh, 200 students from the top would go down to see what the question was, which is crazy. <laughs> also, this is something, I don't know if it's true for you, but this is something I, well, I like, came up when I was talking to another friend, which was, if I were to go back and get a CS degree now, I would be so much more interested in whatever I was studying and be better at it versus when I went like how many years ago? I mean you you won't you mean you mean with all the knowledge that you have right now if you go again. Or like the life experiences. Would you go to Pilani? Uh, Maybe I say I say say the life experiences you're talking about yeah. A lot of them would have been developed at Pilani. So yeah. it's sort of recursive. I guess I have more, I guess I have a better growth mindset than a fixed mindset now than I had before. Okay. Does that make sense? I think with maturity, studying things becomes easier as well. I, what do you guys agree? Like if you go for a master's or a PhD now, you will be able to absorb more because you're just your, because you're more Oh, so there's this thing uh, in uh, one of my mentors uh, was a professor at in Copenhagen, and she was telling me that what happens in Denmark is that uh, people just don't go to university straight after school. They work for two or three years to see like what they actually like or also like schooling and everything's free, like socialism. 
socialist economy. Yeah. So what they do is they go, they take three years off. They also have like a high school, which is kind of a high school, but not really. And you can go study anything there. So you can study about the outdoors. You can study about knitting, blah, 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 anything. And after that, you can take a few years off to work. And let's say if you're working as a programmer and you're like, oh, yeah, I would like to have a formal degree. That's when they go to study. So, like, the level of students is much different versus when yeah. they're just, just out of high school. Yeah, I guess. Is that, is that why most people who, like, even right now who joined Bloomberg around the same time as I did, even if they graduated from university just right now, they're much Older. Older than I am. Yeah, I think so. UK has a concept concept of gap year mm-hmm. where everyone takes a year off to just do whatever. But also, like, yeah, I've noticed that as well. Like, in all the French people are older. Yeah. I don't think I would have ever done that. Yeah, I mean, given given the culture that I was born in, obviously. Yeah, when so like, if I was born here or something like that, then maybe might have a different outlook then. But yeah, we have a. I don't know. I don't know. It's just like very competitive. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, go to university, go get a job, go earn money. How kids die? Uh, yeah. In Europe, uh, you don't have to give the ITJ. Like, they don't have equivalent, so you go to university fairly easily. And then after a year, a lot of people end up dropping out. Uh, a friend of mine who went to school in Germany was like, everyone gets in the first year, and then I think more than sixty percent people drop out of computer science because it's so tough. I have a friend of mine who did machine learning in ETH. He said in a class of 200, only 40 people passed the AI course. And mm-hmm. in Pilani, you pass. It's very easy to pass. Yeah, they yeah. don't fail any by yeah. anything. I mean, I, you, you pay a lot, so so I guess. <laughs> so, do you pay a lot in ETH? Um, no, ETH is don't. cheap. It's like 86,000 uh, rupees a semester uh, in a year, which is cheaper than Pilani. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and it's in your. I also mean, it, it might also go he both ways. To speak. In a, he always wants to speak. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, you, you said that uh, you really enjoyed doing the assignments for the network programming course and the OS course. Uh, I think for the three of us, we weren't very interested. So what I wanted to get deeper into was, was that because you had an inherent interest or was it because you had a friend circle which was like that, or, or why why were you so excited about this? Uh, uh, I think it was a combination of all. So one thing was, oh, like, I think it was just like seeing that, oh, this is like how interprocess mechanism works, and this is how you can use p-threads, and this is so cool. And the other was, I had a friend circle, which was all very studious people. So I was like, oh, okay, if they are doing good, I should also be doing good. And what was the third thing again? So, so, mean so com- competition is driving you. That's, yeah, so a lot of my life has been that, like, I wouldn't deny it. I mean, do you, do you feel good about that? Or do you feel that that shouldn't be the case at all? So, I mean, well, I, moving forward, would you would you want that to be the case in the next five years? I mean, honestly, I, I consider you a very zen person. So I, I've told you this. Yeah, times. I guess so. The drive from competition has gotten me to where I am. It wouldn't have otherwise, probably. So I recognize that. But also, I want to. 
I did have done a lot of things because everyone else around me was doing it. And I was like, I should be doing this. And now I want to take my time and explore things. Mm -hmm. I think I finally have the liberty. And also, like, I don't have any responsibilities. I don't have kids to take care of or I don't have, like, anybody else who's dependent on me, like my parents or my parents are still working. So I can take the time to actually go and seek out things who which would interest me and be like so like there's this thing that's like that's always said like tech tech is solving technical problems is easy but solving people problems are hard like how do you fix education or how do you fix public transit like all of these are difficult problems and i guess it would be it would be difficult but it'd be also interesting how to solve them like, sure, this is sure. very vague and abstract. I uh, don't know how to do that, but I think I would want to explore. Uh, our podcast is called the early 20s podcast. I think yeah. it's, very, it's, very, it's, very, yeah. it's very okay to be vague. Um, uh, just an interjection. I think competition is very stupid. Like, at least in Pilani, I was having a chat with someone from PU recently. I think I shared this with Shubhankar. Yeah. Yeah. So someone from PU approached me and he was like, can we get your company to come to university? What's was, PU? Sorry, yeah, that's good for a listener. So placement unit is basically people who get uh, companies to Pilani. So I so what I thought was like I was just looking back and I think placement unit creates like a model of scarcity. So you think these are the only jobs available and then you are interviewing at three AM in the night for jobs at Oracle or like, uh, I, I shouldn't have said that, but, uh, XYZ, uh, edit that please. So uh, what I'm trying to say is, again, I'll start again. So I think placement unit creates like scarcity, artificial scarcity, and you get restricted to that market and people compete ferociously for very small posts. And I think that is a stupid way of doing things. Like why would you limit yourself to a particular market with people coming to you? Like, I think placement unit at least turns the tables in favor of the companies compared to us. What do you guys think? I have an interesting interjection here. So what happened during our placement year was that I was there for the first day. Mm -hmm. And then I was part of this Google program called CodeU, which was basically they match up with your Google mentor. And you have like five... three months of like talking to the school matter and they help you like figuring out what life is it what what life is like in tech etc etc sorry I was just like too fast yeah so then and like at the end of which you get to go to the google campus in mountain view yeah which is very cool right and yeah. this was like during our placement season so I had like my flights booked up and everything. And I was like talking to my parents and being like, I I don't. So also like the first company was Microsoft and I got to the hiring manager, but I didn't get through. I was like talking to my parents and being like, I don't know if I get a job. I don't know what to do. Should I go to Mountain View? Should I go interview for all these companies? Mm-hmm. And I think my parents are always like, do whatever you think is the best. <laughs> and we was like, okay. And I was like, I, then I gave like a Nutanix uh, test, test and like I failed miserably. 
And then I was like, fuck this shit. I don't know. I don't think I will pass any of these interviews. There's no point in doing them now. I will prepare. I will apply on my own. And I have like enough belief in my abilities that I will like anyways, all the companies were like, oh, I don't want to take names again. But like XYZ or ABC. And I was like, oh, I'm not excited about them anyways. So if I have to get a job at any of those, I'm sure I can do that. Like by some or like if if nothing pans out I like go do some research that's okay too and like I just find off and I like, didn't do any of the interviews and then I came back and I was placed at I don't want to say again because but I was placed at uh I don't know EMG and then I was like ah uh, I didn't even sign Cisco yeah, no one works there. I think people go in at 11 and out by 3. That's what I thought. But probably some people do work. Yeah, yeah so, so... Some people work there. Let's, yeah. let's not, let's not yeah. say that. But... Um, so I did well, not... Let's just say you were not so interested in it. Yeah, I was not interested sure. at all. Like, I didn't even sign the offer letter. I was like... And people were like, are you sure you want to do that? You don't have another job. And I was like... Yeah, I'm sure. I'd rather do research than do this. Well, that's not usual. Like... Yeah. Honestly, honestly I, I, I would have probably not been in that state at that point of time, would have taken the offer. Uh, yeah. Because is, the, I mean, yeah. I, agree, I agree with Gany's point on uh, the, the, the false scent of uh, artificial, like, scarcity. artificial scarcity. Yeah. That because, because the world is out there, like so many uh, jobs there. I mean, at least for tech, people just, yeah. people, everyone, so need people. How, everyone is hiring literally. How I found about like this was Including that- Shubankar, sorry. How I was, how I was like, oh, okay, I know I'll find a job. Was during a third year, every everyone had internships in like the first semester. I did not, uh-huh. so I contacted like a lot of people and were like, oh, do you have internships at X Y Z? Like recruiters or no, just Pilani people. Oh, like okay, gotcha. Yeah, so I just I like looked them up on LinkedIn and like asked them, do you have an internship I can do? And people were like, oh, that's amazing. You're so proactive. We have like full time jobs, but we don't have internships. I was like, okay, okay, yeah, and then I was like, okay, I was like. Like something will pan out. It's not that bad. I think I think I strongly feel that today. Yeah. But uh, back in university, True. I probably wouldn't but have felt the same. But it's like an, but it's a function really... of how much you explore, right? Yeah. I was I was I didn't have an internship. I was like, I need an internship. I need to like talk to people. Everybody I know has an internship. Like yeah. yeah. Like like with PU, I was I got my job way into day three, and during those twenty days, I was. Extremely no, no. week three, not day three. Week uh, three. Yeah. Day three like I mean yeah, yeah. For, oh, right, for, right. for people uh, who so don't yeah. Like oh. ten companies had come to Pilani and I didn't get a job in either of them. And I couldn't apply to a few like a few of them because I was away for a Google interview, but that doesn't matter. Uh what I was trying to get at was yeah, I, I was mentally I was like, why am I not getting a job? I was using that to validate myself, which is really bad. Yeah. And then I talked to a senior Sahelbi. So I was like don't use this job to validate yourself. You're good. You will get something. And then I got a job. And then I got another job. And then I got another job. So if there's a takeaway here, apply abroad, apply outside of Pilani into other companies in Bangalore and Singapore. I hear Radical is hiring. So <laughs> don't just Very restrict, sad. Don't just restrict <laughs> yourself to Pilani. Just, yeah, that's what I did as well. I was yeah. like, I also like, I, I did two intern, like I was, 
one internship in Bangalore and then is, I was Is it good again, places you can name them? That's Yeah, so I did like an internship at eBay and then I was at Uber. Like I hate Bangalore. Mm-hmm. You won't meet anybody else who hates Bangalore as much as I do. It's so terrible. Like <laughs> No, because so my my place was like two kilometers away from my office at eBay and it I couldn't walk because this was Sarjapur Highway and I cared for my life. And I had to take a taxi from work to home, which took one hour, 45 minutes some days and like greater than one hour. And this was, again, like three kilometers or like two kilometers, Mm -hmm. which I could have walked. And then like so much pain. And then again, like for Uber, the office was again in Sarjapur. Which was like the worst part. So I think you hate Sarjapur more than Bangalore. But also like if I want to get anywhere else, I can't be just in like one bubble. Just stay in Indra Nagar forever and don't go anywhere else. To for our listeners, Sarjapur is amazing. Uh, <laughs> Sarjapur is the home of 704. So Sarjapur is where I, I used I lived for a year on Sarjapur Road. It's it's pretty good, I say, but yeah, the traffic sucks. But it's a good, it's a good place. Like what's good? What is good? I was living in Indranagar for like two months. Uh, I, my work go check was in Indranagar, and I would go and visit Shubhankar, my good friend. Uh, <laughs> but what's what's almost good? every other day? I would sit in a cab for one hour. I would be a fine because when I got there, there was a lot of friends, a lot of fun. So uh, yeah, yeah. And... fun being the keyword here. <laughs> yeah, I like. If I had to like see anyone, they'd be like, oh, come to Karmangla or come to Indranagar. I used to take like two hours stuck in traffic again. Like this was, ah. Like I, I also like given the fact that I'm ne- I'd never lived in a big city before, that probably contributes to that. Like where, mm-hmm. I, where my parents live. You what about Pilani? <laughs> like where my parents live, it's like 20 minutes like from one end to the other. I'm the same. The, the oh, yeah. yeah. I like that about Ajmer. <laughs> You're from the same city. I'm not really no, from Ajmer, but, not really. but yeah, Ajmer, you can like, it literally starts and ends so quickly. Yeah. In Pilani, there was so much traffic between the hostels and the lecture theatres that I never went there. I just decided <laughs> to sleep. In there. Yeah. Um, anyhow, um, so you went to Rikar Center. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I I love the Reeker Center. If you're listening, you should look it up. And uh, it's so I will do people want to know about the application process? Yes. Okay, cool. That was so, your listener, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so the application process is the best application process ever. <laughs> no, it's amazing. So you have to fill out an application form which tells you uh, which asks you questions like, uh, what do you want to be doing in two years? And why do you think RC is a good place for you now? And what will you be doing at RC? The key fact, the key point uh, being that RC is self-directed. So nobody, literally nobody's telling you what to do. And so that's so why like you, you don't need to have like a sketched out plan. You can go change it once you're there. I did. And most of the people do. So yeah, that's, uh, so after they see your application and they think you're a good fit, uh, they have a conversational interview. This is basically to gauge out if you're, okay. if you look like a ni- nice person and you know enough about RC that you've given, a, given it a thought to apply. 
And then after that is a pair program. So like the tone, again, like why I love the interview process is like if you've done tech interviews, they absolutely suck. There's like the turnaround times is at least two weeks. And then they're like, oh, hey, like they will give you very vague answers about why they rejected you or things like that. Versus RCs, like they literally tell you the same day if you're mm-hmm. going on to the next stage or not. So after that is a pair programming interview, which is also like very chill. It's just 30 minutes. And you, so you basically submit an assignment, which could be anything simple or anything complex, but like you shouldn't, which is like, again, your code and you pair program on it. Again, that's like to figure out if you know how to code. So RC has like people who've just started learning to code, like they know how to code versus people who've been coding for like several years. Oh, which reminds me, do you know Peter Norvig? Yes, the AI guru. He was he was at RC. Interesting. He was yeah. doing RC or he was like he was mentoring. there for a week. Yeah. yeah. So RC used to have mentors, but they don't have it anymore. So like he was because his daughter was doing RC. Interesting. Oh. Yeah, because like so like what happens nowadays is like I'd go look up like a blog post or like something, a talk, and like nine Eight times out of ten, it's by someone from RC, <laughs> which is maybe confirmation bias. I don't know. Um, do you? Uh... Yeah. So that was the application process, and uh, so my batch had some really cool people. There was one person who did not do any computer science before, but she took a year off, and it was like her year of learning. So she wanted to learn everything. So she started with like learning math. And then, like, progressed on to computer science and learned other things. There was someone who was a core Kubernetes contributor. There was someone, so Google has this operating system called Fuchsia, which I think they're writing it in Rust. I'm not so sure. But, like, they were working on Fuchsia. There was someone who was writing, uh, there's a lot of Rust love at Freakers. I don't know why. But, because Rust is very good. Yeah, probably. That's Sorry. <laughs> This is a monologue. If you want to interject, please do. <laughs> yeah, and who else? Like, I'm just, there's like just so many cool people who are. Also, like, one thing that stands out at RC is that they have social rules. So they're like four social rules, which is, I'd be remiss not to mention them. One of them, like, they all basically boil down to don't be an asshole. But the one is like, no. No feigning surprise. So let's say I ask, like, ask me a question about something. Um, Do you know Peter Norwig? You don't know who Peter Norwig is? Like, this Mm. is feigning surprise, which is like, so you, if, like, if I do that, so he could just be like, hey, you feigned surprise. And (laughs) no, fuck (laughs) you. And that is it. Like, this is, and there's like, end of this. There's, there's no concentration, but like the idea being that it's impossible for one person to know everything and you shouldn't expect that of people. So if people don't know something, they should like ask questions, basically. Uh, the other was like no backseat driving. So let's say Sodi and I are working on like writing our own compiler. Like Yanni shouldn't be like, hey, why don't you use LLVM? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do what she wants. Sorry. I don't. Yeah. So yeah. Or like something like that. One is like no casual isms. So like no sexism, no 
racism or any of that like not even like you know fun like it's never fun for like the person who's on the other end but yeah don't do that and shit i'm forgetting the fourth you're forgetting the fourth one uh-huh. should i look it up yeah okay sorry but but gargi what uh, you can answer that after that uh after that yeah. what was the objective of getting in there and what did you learn how long were you there and what did you come out with uh yeah so my objective was like i know like several people in tech that i look up to like one is julia evans if you haven't like seen her blog or whatever just go see it she's amazing like she's literally my idol she'll be in the podcast in a few weeks what yes <laughs> if you get us to connect with her fucking <laughs> 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 kidding <laughs> yeah so oh yeah so <laughs> funny uh yeah so she she went to rc and then uh, rc had been at the back of my mind for several years because it's one of the things that they really value is i i don't know like how i feel saying this but one of the things they really value is diversity so like the whole motto is that you shouldn't be the only person who looks like you in the room which is so true of tech like it's like it's so annoying but anyway so like because like rc says this and does it so they have grants for like underrepresented minorities and that doesn't sound right underrepresented people oh yeah underrepresented people in tech and so that's like to get people who wouldn't take the chance because rc is a huge investment like you're living in new york for 6 weeks or 12 weeks new york is so expensive and plus this is like you don't have a job at the time so you don't have like a probably don't have an income source so yeah so do facilitate that they have this and they have a good talk plus you should check it out about like how they they get so like my batch was more than 50% uh, women and non binaries which is crazy right So like over the years they have taken like as much as 60% pay cuts so that they can fund people which is like putting their money where the mouth is like all of like corporate diversity and inclusion is just because it's cool like they don't do this they don't like yeah so like don't get me started on that but yeah so like this was this was one of the reasons like and second like I wanted to RC is like amazing set of people. I never thought I was cool enough to go to RC, but I was like, oh, and I like someone in my timeline, like I have Twitter, and someone in my timeline popped up who went to RC, and I was I knew his girlfriend, so I was like, hey, let's just talk about RC. And RC was also doing like grants of $10,000 to people who were like in open source and artists, and I'm neither of those. So, but I thought like what's the hermit applying? So I did, and I didn't think I'd get in, but I also got in. So, does that answer your question? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. What did you get out? Of, like, what was the major learning that you had? Uh, one that I loved systems programming. I forgot. I actually forgot how much I loved it. Like I did a Linux kernel internship, and I had a lot of fun. But then after that, I was so burned out that I didn't do anything for 
like a year and a half and I got there and I was like oh this is amazing the other was pair programming is amazing like the amount of things you learn is crazy like just having another pair of eyes is so helpful the third is there's so much to learn like there's like even if within just computer science it's crazy how there's so much to learn and like it just reignited my love to like there's like there's a huge focus on like lo- on the love of learning and like self growth and like having a growth mindset. And the fourth thing was so RC has this feelings check in. So every Thursday for one hour, you go into a room and you talk about your feelings and you have a donut which like rotates around the room and like then you have the donut. You're the only person person who's supposed to talk. I like the amount of vulnerability that I saw in that room. It's crazy. Like it makes it it makes you like I think one of the biggest part about RC is that we are very lonely nowadays. I don't know if you feel that, but like London is very lonely. I don't know if this is a good pivot, but yeah, London is very lonely. And if you live far away from home. Like people you've known for years, it's hard. And RC gives you that sense of community because like everybody there is nice. I don't know how they do that. I've asked like the people who run it, like how do you ensure like everybody's so nice and amazing? And like their interview process just like there's there's sometimes people they've said, but like usually everybody's incredibly kind and nice. And everybody has the same shared goal of like learning more. So, yeah. What was the? What was I saying? Mm-hmm. I digress. What are you trying to learn? Yeah. So I think it's like yeah, it's like it's how to be more vulnerable. I guess. Yeah. We know about RC, but then you came back to London to Bloomberg. How did that? Uh, do you want to talk about that? Ah. Uh, you don't have to. Yeah, I guess if we are being vulnerable. Yes, this is what I want the early twenties podcast to be. People to be vulnerable for an hour. Oh, so or this two, is or two and a half. Oh, I. I will also give another shout out to there's a there's like a documentary slash talk about like by Bran Brown and she she's a researcher who studies shame and vulnerability she's yeah. been studying it oh okay cool yeah so that people know her I she's don't know been, her uh, she's been to, listeners probably don't she's yeah. she was on the Tim Ferriss podcast ah I see. I don't listen but to all us. our podcasts you were just close don't listen to Tim Ferriss first before listening to us yeah <laughs> okay yeah. Probably help so them she's out, yeah. she's been studying shame and vulnerability for like last 25 years yeah that's crazy there's a lot right? of shame and vulnerability yeah so yeah. so like she talks about how vulnerability is like I don't know about you but like yeah. I was raised up to believe that vulnerability is a weakness I guess most people are and she talks about no like courage is vulnerability because you're showing up and you might fail and that's like being vulnerable so i don't know where i started from so now you're talking about uh, oh yeah coming back yeah. yeah i think so at the time i was really conflicted that because i one i didn't have a job and like again like i this is hindsight but i realized like how much it doesn't matter like because i know people who are like oh just take six like six months off it's not a big deal and like i don't know why it was a big deal for me at the time 
I like I if I can go back I would have done so it. So I think I think we should give the audience a, some background. So yeah, you you joined Bloomberg in October 2017, and then um, and then you worked there for one point uh, five one, years. Yeah, till till February 2019. And I that's went when, to RC. Yes, that's when yeah. you could join RC, and you were conflicted between going for yeah, RC for so, six weeks versus. So you can do RC for twelve weeks or six weeks, and. Uh, like my manager was like you can't do the 12 weeks because I can't come back to London if I don't have a job for 3 months and he was like okay I'll give you like just go for 6 weeks and I was like okay and then like I thought I'll decide in New York if I want to continue at the 6 weeks or not and I think like I did pretty good at my first 6 weeks like I did not write any dust before RC and now I have a dog accepted at Rascon which is pretty funny I don't know enough Rascon to be speaking at Rascon but sure whatever yeah so yeah so like I think I did good I took good advantage of my six weeks at RC and then I also like I hate to say this but I hate writing down things like I hate journaling or like people who do this is that that why you have a notebook right now no it's just to like to do this I'm very fidgety so yeah so yeah, I and you should totally do that. Don't follow my example. Like, and I had like really selective amnesia about, and I I didn't have a job, so I was like, I'll go back to London and figure things out. Also, another thing that happened was, uh, yeah, I thought I used my time at RC well, so I was like, okay, I derived enough value out of these six mm-hmm. weeks. And I think I'm a good part of this community and like you can, so you can reapply to RC. That's also a thing. It's, I don't know if it's harder to go back, but yeah, sure. You can do that. So I was like, okay, I can come back here anytime I want. Like not anytime, but I can come back here when I want. I know this community. I'm a part of it. So I can go back to London and it's okay. Right. So that's what basically my... And RC sort of has like this never graduate. Oh yes. So RC has uh, RC's motto is never graduate because you can never stop learning. So you never graduate, and you're like once you've been to RC, you're you're the part of your community community for all your life, which is basically what it is. Gargi and I met in New York. Gargi. Gargi and I met in New York. Oh shit! Two or two years of conditioning. So. Um, sorry, I'll be more mindful. I don't know this. why I never corrected you before. I think I think I've asked you once before <laughs> yeah. that why do you call her? Because I call her Gargi. Yeah. I, I, I was like, you're wrong. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so Gargi and I met in New York. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And I told her that she should probably stay here for 12 weeks. So even if Rickers Center is completely shit and like, that's probably not true. No, it's amazing. That's not true. New York is amazing. New York. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you know what? Like the first, the first two, one week or two weeks I was in New York, I did not like it. No, because I was like, this is poor man's London. Like this is way more dirtier. The subway smell like piss and like everybody's not dressed well like in London but then like over like six weeks I started loving it like part of it was RC part of it was like meeting Yanni in New York yeah that that (laughs) (laughs) and then just realizing how New York allows you to be you like I don't know if you you sense this but like Prabhjot did this we we were supposed to go to a restaurant and Prabhjot was like 
he we went climbing so he was like in his pajamas and he was like can we go to a restaurant like this and i was like yes of course we can go to a restaurant like this versus like there's no expectation in new york whatsoever you can be half naked and people won't be bad an eye Prabhu, I'm surprised. After four years, after four years in Pilani, you thought it would be weird to wear pajamas to a restaurant. I mean, I, I've done that multiple times in India, but I think yeah. in London, this people are extremely well dressed. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Just, so I think there's a, there's a, there's a, there's like nobody's saying it out yeah, loud to me, but it's just, it's just there. It's just, it's just, yeah. It's just sitting there that oh, you should, you should be at yeah. least. New York, like, New York. In and, uh, like in the, in the morning, in the uh, like we we just we're doing it after breakfast right now, and we Yani um, and me went out for breakfast, and even right now and like I'm wearing jeans and everything because it's London and probably if it would have been like India I would have been in pajamas and would have taken my bike out for breakfast. Ah, I missed my bike. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I think I think that's 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 there. New York yeah. is amazing. Uh, it is. I concur. Yeah. Central Park. So amazing! It's like a forest in the center of the city. Yeah. yeah. You venture out a little, you find the How I Met Your Mother, uh, mother apartment. You walk two blocks, you oh, find yeah. the Jerry Seinfeld apartment. So you- to those who don't know, Gyani did a pop culture tour. He also made me take his photo in front of Casey Neistat's yeah. house. Is that house? The, the no, the office. Oh, the office. Three six eight. You you forgot about Biggie Smalls. Oh yeah, yeah. Biggie Smalls. That is where I was living. Yeah. It was like ah, okay, cool. <laughs> Breaking news: Casey Neistat's office is no longer Casey Neistat's office anymore. He's uh, moving to New York. He's leaving New York. Yeah, so he's moving uh, to Los Angeles. That's where he is. Oh, so another yeah. thing was so, that Gani bought this person sunglasses. Do you remember that? Yeah. 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 I borrowed sunglasses from someone near Casey Neistat's office. So that I could have pictures and sunglasses. You could have gotten and got Casey. I think he has lots of pairs. Yeah. <laughs> and those aren't his like worn out with like white no, they, things. He scratches them. Why would because, you do that? Because they, he wants to make sure that uh, he removes the brand name and everything. Ah. And he has, a, he has a video on how to make his glasses. I see. Yes. Okay. Cool. Interesting. Good stuff. Um. So segueing like pivoting again. Um, so you got accepted to Rascon. When are you going there? August, yay! So Rascon, I'm actually. So when I was no, wait, at RC, what's what's Rust? Oh, so Rust. And what's Rascon? Okay, cool. Yeah. So Rust is this programming language, which is like the new systems kind of systems programming language, and like they also do like a lot of WebAssembly stuff. I don't know about any of that. But it's safer than C and C++. You can't do pointers. Oh, sorry. You can't do pointers. Sorry, but they, they it doesn't have garbage collection, so it's fast. But also, they do really cool borrowing mechanisms. So, like, I don't know if I should say this or not. You probably edit it. But, like, if you pass a mutable reference to a function, you the uh, and if you pass that, uh, that, if you pass that variable again... The, it can't be a mutable reference. Okay. Can so, you explain that to a five-year-old? So, it's like... Elephant. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's like if I give you a chocolate... Okay, yeah. Uh, you you now own that chocolate. So, I can't get... So, I can't give Sodi that chocolate again. 
Okay, so when 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 you pass it, I only own it, and I can only yeah. Give it so I I've given it to you to eat, so only you can eat it. You can't share it with. I I can't like give it to Sodi now. Yeah, no. Panda? You can't. You leave can't. Your, you're you're a kid. You can't leave your house. So you there's can, no way for you to give it to another child. So what is she? She's the, uh, the guardian. So I don't have it anymore. Like once I've given ownership to someone mm-hmm. else, mm-hmm. I don't have But, the ownership so are we, anymore. Are we? Sorry. So are we like two two different classes of threads? Are you like the main thread, and you give it it's to me? It's not thread. You're a rather smart child. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to figure out if she can transfer something to me. Why can't I transfer that to someone else? No, because okay, take it, take it. Yeah. I mean, maybe you can talk about it in a way that there's a chocolate truck, mm-hmm. as opposed to yeah, there's a chocolate uh-huh. truck, and you're you're one of the children, and you get a you get a chocolate. Yeah. And then and then now you can. You just, just consume it. it. I mean, so now you own the chocolate. As opposed to the chocolate truck person. Okay. No, now you that chocolate that chocolate cannot go to me from the chocolate truck person. Sure. Yeah, you, but you can. But I sure. can sell it yeah. to you. Yes. Yeah, sure. you yeah. can do that. Sure. Yeah. Hustle. Yes, capitalism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hustle. Yeah. Twenty four seven. So again, with cap, like my problem is with capitalism <laughs> is that. Where did this come from? Okay. Sorry. Sure, let's do Sorry. it. No. What's your problem with capitalism? Yes. So you only have one problem with capitalism. No, one of those. <laughs> yeah. One of my problems with yeah. capitalism is that how you have to be productive all the times. Like this implicit notion, which like Sony completely buys into. That, that's hustling. That's different. that's not hustling. That's, that's hustling. That's promoted by capitalism. How's it promoted by capitalism? Because you have to. It's promoted by what? It promoted. It's promoted by what makes you happy. It's not promoted by capitalism. It is not. It is promoted it's just, by. <laughs> That's what, that is what Gary Vaynerchuk says. <laughs> you're just buying it. You've drunk the Kool-Aid. No, Sorry, no. I was talking That's about Raskolnikov. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I was talking about Raskolnikov. So Ras, yeah. So that is Ras. It's a new language, which is very cool, and it borrows a lot of concepts. We can segue into capitalism, capitalism. socialism. Okay. I'm sure our listeners are more interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So capitalism. Also, like, so I I don't know, but what are your thoughts on like universal basic income? Mm-hmm. Not now. That's that's my thought about it. <laughs> Why not now? Um, depends on how rich the country is. Like when AI comes along, I think UBI is inevitable. But I think work gives purpose. But if that's the able, thing, right? If you're able, your job should pay you well enough to afford a one-bedroom apartment, or like. But yeah, that's the. I am. I'm for higher incomes, but I'm not for UBI because work does give you purpose. Yes, and and with UBI, I think the assumption is that everyone has, like you mentioned, uh, the RC folks. They believe that people uh, with their own motivation, they're they're the, they're the most motivated and they're not dictated. Yeah. But those motivations can lie. First of all, I don't think that's true for everyone. Yeah, second, that's true. Like not that everyone second, buys into that. Those motivations yeah. can be on any side. Yeah. Which might not be in Jan, Janhit. Uh, I mean, like for public good. Janhit me Janhit. Janhit but yeah. like, if your work <laughs> pays you, sorry, uh, I, I shouldn't be interrupting. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No problem. But if your work pays you enough, and if you don't have to do two jobs, you probably have time to follow your passion after work, and that should be probably so enough time. So interesting. That's. Yeah. Oh, so if you haven't read this book, you should read this book, which is called "Sort of a New Machine." It's mm-hmm. about building the first thirty-two bit computer data general, and it talks about like a lot of these things. How like it's like it's 
40 years old 40 50 like it's it's in the 70s and like it's funny how like the same ideas still persist in tech today like one of the ideas is like signing up how you get people to believe that whatever they're working on is bigger than themselves so you can they can work overtime without my pay but that idea has existed since like since, because yeah. it's the same as armies, same, same as military yeah. armies. It's like the guy who's yeah. cleaning the floor yes. in the Apollo 11 program was sending people to moon. Yeah. No, I mean, but even, yeah. in, even like armies in like 500 BC in the Assyrian Empire, how, do, how does the king yeah. gather forces to fight for a cause which is bigger uh, than themselves? It's the same idea. Yeah. yeah I mean, true. and you get a wage, yeah. you get food or whatever, but it's just, it's just I mean, the I mean, yeah, it's, just, it's the same idea, yes. I'm sorry, I, we cut you off. Yeah, what, I what forgot. More, more ideas. You, you, you mentioned multiple things that UBI you were talking oh, about UBI yeah, sorry 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 go ahead yeah so no but yeah I think like my implicit assumption with UBI is that if people like if you think about people not doing things for John Hit, let's say it's like because everybody's trying to like make do and like feed their families mm-hmm. no I, I think I can I can I, in general I believe that humans when taken if you take if you take people like if you take one person at a time they're typically good people. Yeah. In most cases, so I think I think that's not a major concern of mine. My major concern is that not people, uh, not all people are motivated. So but I guess I guess if like you can you prove your motivations, then I'm happy. You can't be motivated you. all the time, right? That's also true. Like, but I mean, sure. But but you should you should have a. You, but you also can't be not motivated most of the times. So that yeah, that that's work. true. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But like my my thing is, I believe I don't know. I just if you're talented, you should be able to make a living with what you are good at. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I think that like UBI public, would free people to do more what they care about. I, I don't know. Why. We had we had people in the 1500s creating like great pieces of art. So people were following the passion, and as long as their day job pays them enough, yeah, and they don't have to do three jobs. They should be able to follow their passion. So I'm for higher wages, but I'm not for UBI. And also sort of tying it back to how humans have been, we we never we never have the luxury of having everything in a sense that having food, having a shel- having shelter, and doing nothing. So we always had a job in a sense that we had to hunt, we had to okay. get food. We, yeah. So maybe that was the, like the job then. They just be alive. Yeah. And then do what you want. Yeah. So now that be alive, being alive is much more easier. I guess because you can just uh, you can if and if you if you have UBI then uh, then I can basically have food have a house and and be okay. Then yeah. how does how do, how do you make sure that people do something apart? I mean apart from just existing. I think and I I don't know this maybe may, this no, maybe takes us to the question should we make sure I think we should no but I think I think you are like maybe like sometimes people are lazy for sure but most people when like when you have all the basics covered i would like go out and like i don't know like i'm just saying for myself i can't say for others you would like go out and seek more and learn more and like do whatever you want versus i think like there's that's that's like this whole idea of like work giving you purpose I'm like that's definitely true but like a lot of times what happens is like work becomes your only purpose mm-hmm. which is like not I'm on I'm not on board I, I think that's on you I mean it's but like it's that's how it's I, I, I don't know I don't know if it's true but like I think it's propagated by I, society I and like at least in our jobs you have a choice we can work a job which is more relaxed in terms of time earn a bit less and do what we like 
we can probably be find a job which pays us a lot and then we don't have to work a lot either but i think what i'm trying to get at was work being purpose it doesn't have to be that way it's your yeah. choice yeah Yeah. But I think, I think again, I think it's much easier for us because yes, we yeah. are a much much better strata mm-hmm. of society. Yeah. I mean, it's much more difficult for someone who's staying up because I've, like, even in Hyderabad, I've often met a lot of people who used to do like two, three jobs. Yeah. Uh, like one time, I randomly this thing comes to my mind right now, but that mm-hmm. that guy was like an Uber driver. He used to drive sixteen hours a day. Which is uh, dangerous for the road. It's dangerous for, for the road, but yeah. I mean, he has to earn that money for his yeah. family. Uh, they were so there were like five people in the family and. There were there were two parents obviously and um, three two kids. three kids. One of the 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 most young kid was like a like a like a Tardy. girl and she was still studying, and okay. she was like a she was like a national level wrestler and everything. Mm-hmm. So they were they were trying to support her in her competitions and her in her protein and like food and ah, everything so by cool. by working. Yeah yeah yeah. But I mean they had to do that. I mean I'm sure I'm sure that guy had to let go of his ambitions. Yeah. Because yeah, that's true. But then that's his purpose for him now, to ensure that his daughter. I mean, but that, that's sort but of yeah. course. If if there was true. if there was a there was a universal uh, basic thing, then maybe why maybe can't the wages go a little higher? Like why can't we pay taxi drivers fairer rates in India? But maybe. that's like that's how like the Uber model works. All right. True. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like you exploit someone. Like money always comes from exploiting. Like I, I would. Um, I'm not sure about that. Um, mostly wealth can wealth gets generated when you create something of value so if you go from horses to a car you're creating a lot of wealth and if you go to an electric battery you're creating a lot of wealth and people will pay for that because that's a lot of value I think so, it's, it's, but it's also coming at the cost of exploiting the environment apparent value a better battery that's better for the environment is not uh, exploiting the environment yeah but that's um, what I was trying to get at was instead of UBI I would pay people better wages and Maybe have better like and cheaper healthcare. But I mean, that means that means you pay. But that means you pay twice. Let's say you pay twice as much for everything. So now, if you pay fifteen pounds for your Uber, mm-hmm. you pay thirty pounds. You pay if you pay ten pounds for your food, mm-hmm. you now pay twenty pounds. So where right? is the UBI money coming from? That's also probably coming from taxes. Like where money they can't just create money out of the ground. Yeah, that's coming. They have to the get the money from somewhere. And if people are. creating value on a daily basis that's a lot better i'm sh- I like i i think i have more faith in humanity than <laughs> i have that might be possible I'm, yeah. i think i rather yeah. cynical yeah. yeah um so with your face face in you with your faith in humanity uh, i heard that you are going to <laughs> i heard that you gargi are going to ethiopia for 5 weeks Uh, trying to do something good. Yes, yeah, so that's this program in Ethiopia. It's called Adescoder, and what it does is it's run by uh, it's run by a professor from Harvard and a Google Brain two professors from Harvard and a Google Brain researcher, and they're all of Ethiopian origin. And you have like basically, I'm a te- teaching assistant, so you go to Ethiopia and teach. high school students in Ethiopia they also have like an exam to choose these high school students and you teach them how to code so it's like a lot of python and data structures etc so yeah that's what i'm doing for 5 weeks in august slash july yeah i'm very excited about it like i have 
I would have loved to do this in my gap year, but I think like this year is kind of turning out to be my gap year. This year seems to be the year of learning for you or like... The year of exploration. Year, yeah. yeah, basically I want to... I guess like, I don't... I have this... I don't know how true this is, but again, I think most jobs are bullshit jobs. Mm-hmm. So I want to... Like, I will, I probably will get back to a bullshit job again after this. I'm not saying I won't, but I'm saying I want to also see what's out there and, like, how you can create value, basically. I don't want to, like, make rich people richer, right? Why would, why would you want to go back to a bullshit job? Radical I is hiring. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say as well. What's that? <laughs> Shivankar is hiring. Ah. <laughs> that's, like, the answer to every problem on Earth right now. <laughs> We, we are hoping that Radicalize sponsors this episode. Uh, episode. You should. <laughs> Shivankar, you should. The amount of sponsorship that you get. Yeah. Tim Ferriss, take a QQ for him. In the beginning, he says this episode is sponsored by Five Bullet. Yeah, you can say it yourself. Yeah. I don't think a sponsor ever. Yeah. Donate to your own Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Charity begins at home. <laughs> I, I think Shubhankar started bank. this podcast with the ulterior motive oh, yeah. of uh, talking about Radicalize every week. That's... <laughs> I rarely talk about uh, the company. Yeah. We are getting so many messages from you. <laughs> interject radical eye, interject radical eye. Talk about the job that you were uh, offering and how good it is. Yeah. What? No, no, no. We're not going into that stuff. Uh, I had a... I, I wanted to get into uh, uh, women in tech if we have the time for that. Let's, let's you should not try to get into women. <laughs> yeah, that's like you're trying to instigate. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people got Sodi's joke, but if they did, I did. I did just now. Uh, so, uh, so, so, so let's dive dive uh, dive a bit into our discover before uh, our discoder before sure. jumping around. So, like, we do one thing well. Um, <laughs> that's me saying it for a change. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, how did you find this program? Do you know who you'll be working with? What, what the other TAs are? What their background is? Uh-huh. Uh, are you already looking at the course content? What's What's this about? Sorry. Uh, also, also, if you if you don't want to talk a lot about it, we can still like edit it out at the end, so you can okay, you cool. can be open. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know about the course content. I know it's Python and like data structures and algorithms. That's all I know. And I don't know the people who are the other TAs. Like, I've looked at the past TAs, and, like, some of them are, like, PhD students at, like, XYZ University in US. They're all, like, good universities. And, like, some people are, like, software engineers at, like, Google, blah, 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 whatever. And, like, there's, like, all kinds of people. But, like, mostly all of them are American. And... Yeah, mostly they're American, I guess. Okay. How did you find them? How did you apply to them? Twitter. I found, Twitter? Yeah, I was like, I don't know how. I ju- it just popped on my Twitter feed and I thought it'd be something interesting to do and like something cool to explore. And I just applied. Like, so like a lot of... So I'm also speaking at four conferences this year. Woo-hoo. Four conferences? Yes. Interesting. So I'm speaking at EnthusiasticCon, which is... You talk about joy of computing for 10 minutes, and I'm talking about P-Trace, which is an amazing system call. But, and I'm talking at Rust Lab in Italy, and I'm talking at 
this is really funny, but there's this conference which is like at the intersection of academia and industry, and I don't know what my deal is doing. What am I doing there? But I am speaking. <laughs> like I am neither of those things. <laughs> like who? And it's like it's it's a conference about programming languages, which is so funny. But I'm speaking, sure. And then I'm speaking at Rascal, and like which is again like just apply to things, like put yourself out there. Like you get a rejection, sure. Like what the hell? Like I also applied to a lot of other conferences and got rejections, and that's okay. Like. This is again what Brent Brown talks about, like, put yourself out there. Being brave is being vulnerable. Yeah, sorry. Okay, so you're speaking at a lot of places. So for the RustConf, which seems to be the hype and the thing in bold among these conferences. Yeah, that's like the, I think that's like the biggest yeah, conference. That's in Portland, in America. Yeah. Um, and then you're for the Rust, the other Rust conference, you're in Italy. Yeah, that's just um, what about uh, that's pretty good as yeah. well that's, <laughs> yeah that's Kari you, you should hope they're not listening about <laughs> that's that's Kari on conference which is in uh, which is in London London so, yeah. yeah and there's one that's enthusiastic conference. that's in Berlin Berlin and I get to see some Berlin friends when are you going to Berlin uh, in two weeks two weeks yeah no. so I'm speaking about you will not be there in two weeks I'm going in 20th yeah yeah, oh, I see. Cool. Sorry. Women in tech. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, why do it's you want to talk about women in tech? What are women uh, in tech? Yeah, what's, been, what's your experience been like? <laughs> what's your experience been like? What do you feel about it? Uh, how do you see it going forward in the next three years, five years? Uh, so I will start with what I feel about it. Okay. Sure. Your call, your okay, call. so it's I a have, place you can talk about anything. I have never of. worked in a team with other women. Can you believe it? I'm sure you can. <laughs> yeah, but like <laughs> I have not worked in any team with other women either. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, Bloomberg, so, uh, Bloomberg, no women are like in the sister team, yes. But, yeah. yeah. Which is, like, a very sorry state of affairs. Like, if... I think... I think I didn't care about it as much. Like, I've seen... So, I think, like, some of... Like, Bloomberg has been okay experience. Mm -hmm. Like, it happens... Like, I talk to, like, other people. Like, other women. uh, And, like, I was like, does this happen to you? Like, I get talked over all the time. Which means, like... Now, which means, like, what you're trying to say is that this is what I'm doing? Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So, which is which is so annoying. But, like, one of the things, like, I... T- <laughs> I intentionally did that. Yeah. Just to make a point. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, some people are not confrontational. I am very confrontational. So I will call that out. I'll be like, you just talked over me. Let me finish my sentence. And But I can't do that all the time. It's a lot of emotional labor. Like, some days I'm feeling like it and I'll be like can you shut up before like I finish my sentence and yeah that's like cool those days are cool when I can do that and like it still takes an emotional toll on me because I am not naturally confrontational but so oh this is like where I learned this was Google X is headed by a female leader I don't remember her name at all but she had this article where like she was like you can't get more women into tech right now, and that's okay. Like, it will take some years, but if you want to succeed, like, 
if people are interrupting all the time, interrupt all the time. Like, you should get yourself heard, basically. So, like, which is, like, one thing I realized is I interrupt people a lot. I got to RC, and, like, nobody interrupts there because they're all nice people. So I was constantly interrupting people, and then I realized, shit, I shouldn't be doing this. This is not me, and then I stopped. And then I came back and I was like, oh, if I don't interrupt, there was like another, I do this thing called like the paper club at work where we discuss a paper every two weeks. And like there was another woman who turned up for it and she like raised her hand to speak. And I was like, you don't do that here. You just talk over people because like that's how it works. And like it was funny at one of my internships, I was again the only intern and the only woman on the team and there was this one guy who wouldn't talk directly to me so if I had to ask him a question he would grab another person and explain the answer to that other person and not talk to me how does that work can we do like an inter- in so let's can we imitate that yeah I asked Sodi hey Sodi how do you add values to this table in the database. Why, why am I that person? <laughs> okay, Gary can be that. I've been the bad person throughout this podcast. Okay. I would like that to change. Hey, sorry, how do you add tables? How do you add values to this table in this database? Gani, just tell her that you just... No, you that. say, you tell him the answer. Yeah, I'm telling him, I'm oh, telling him the see. answer that you tell her that you just... Add no, them. you don't say you tell her that. Oh. You just explain to oh, him. Oh, you just like randomly... Yeah, and this is like, it was so weird. So he had trouble looking at you. I don't know. Or like seeing your name. I don't know. Weird. I don't very know. Weird. It yeah. was very but weird. I think I've heard of, heard of similar cases like with different people. Yeah. Yeah, and it was so weird. I like, I don't... So also like because you see that all the time your expectation of normal is like so low and when I went to RC I was like I have been so tone deaf like people talk to me over me all the time when people ask questions and I answer they don't listen like this happens all the time and like I just shocked it as normal and like didn't do anything about it versus like now everyone my team everyone in my team is like what happened to you after you like came back from New York you're just so much angrier I was like hell yeah I am because I know like what normal should look like and this is not like the normal behavior I like yeah it's just I'm sorry. I'm just like <laughs> I'm, not, yeah. I'm not surprised you're going to that enthusiastic. Cor- cor- you're very conference. enthusiastic. Yes. Yeah. My, minor correction. I have had uh, women in my team during my internships. Uh, anyhow, so what I wanted to I read this book earlier this year. Uh, it, it's called uh, Negotiating as if your life depends on it. It's a book by ah. Chris Walsh. It's an amazing book. So somewhere in the book he talks about the schizophrenia that everyone has. So when you're speaking, I'm not actually listening to you, but I'm trying to come up with the answer or what the next thing I'm going to say is going to be. So when I'm speaking over you, it's not always because I'm a bad person, but a lot of time it's because I just want to get something out of my head. And that's a very bad thing. So when you're actually doing that, you're not listening to the person at all. Yeah. So you can be more mindful about this and listen to the person and like stop your schizophrenia. I attended this talk a few weeks ago in Palantir we have this person who's like a meditation guru he goes around the Andy Purikam no uh, he's in the Palantir and he works at its pace so yeah this is this guy uh, and he was he takes uh, mindfulness uh, workshops and he was talking about how our the default set of a brain is default like it's called uh, default mode network or DMN and in that in that case we are always thinking in words and images 
and at one point we can only be doing one thing so i'm either listening to you or i'm thinking about what i'm going to say and if i do two or three things at the same time i'm not doing justice to anything mm-hmm. so mindfulness might help you listen to others as well yeah. and yeah so but you, you that's the, your inner yeah but that's the thing like i can be mindful but then mm-hmm. that again translates to like i am not being heard because everybody else mm-hmm. is just want to talk like so like that's what like she said like the i don't know who had google x yeah she's like so badass but she was like just be more assertive be mm-hmm. more be more like like other people like just get yourself heard because nobody's going to wait for you to get hurt yeah this, this is one thing i also heard in um, this book is listening to ray dalio's principles and what they have like as a company principle is to so they they try and have like a, a meritocracy when and they are trying to make decisions and they try to be op- like radically open minded and radically transparent that's what they aim for and what they do is like simply have like a 2 minute uh 2 minutes sort of a policy in which if there's a discussion you you get 2 minutes to speak say and no one else can interject you oh, in just 2 cool. minutes yeah mm-hmm. i think i think that's a like that's like a small but yeah uh, that's a practical, uh, that's a good way yeah i might just propose you, you can it, just yeah. you can just have it that okay if you're having discussion it's just out there because maybe maybe it also helps Uh, the schizophrenia point that you brought out be- because if you know that mm. you're gonna have two minutes for that person maybe just stop thinking because there's nothing for you to say in those two minutes yeah that's like a good practical implementation yep yeah and about Oops. where I see this going so I think like a lot of this corporate diversity inclusion inclusion is bullshit like they don't actually care about getting more women into tech they just want to do it because it's cool because if you actually go and see what uh, like what they're doing they're not actually doing anything they're not like pumping money into like getting more grants for women to like expo i think like one of the main problems is that he i don't know if like if you all feel this but like having role models is like an important part of like mm-hmm. if you can see someone out there doing what they're doing and see that oh they're like me and if they are doing this i can probably do this does that make sense yes um i, I don't know about that uh, I, i was trying to find what like them means is it in terms of purely ethnicity and gender if it is in i think it's more it? about like oh sorry i talked to you doesn't matter okay we i think I think for me it's more like there's like so I don't know if you again like if you felt this but there's like there's people there's like always implicit biases against pe- people like because that's how like the mind works and it's okay I think for me it's more like hey they can overcome this bias and like so one of my again like role models is like Jessie Frizzell She's like the software. She does systems software. She does systems software engineering. And she was like one of the core engineers on Docker. And she's done some really cool things. And she used to be a web engineer, like a web developer thingy. And you, she you say that it's a bad thing. Sorry, she used to be. A, I don't. It's not a bad thing. It's just I don't think it's so much fun as systems. We'll yeah. be having her in the podcast in a few weeks. <laughs> Yeah. you can So I I I don't know. 
I I will just say this, but yeah, I I've been thinking like I should have a, I should also have a podcast, but I guess like women this speak. But are, it's are, more are, like it's it's are not. Are you doing a, only doing these podcasts? Uh, no, women. no, no. It's more like I guess like again like my other problem with women in tech is like you do a lot of this uh, this uh, outreach work, but it's almost never technical. Like it's almost it's always it's always talking about how there are not enough women in tech, and I'm like. You're pretty pre- you're preaching to the core me. Like we know this is a problem. We are here. Like we've seen this for ourselves. Like why do you want to say this to us? So that's like my that's so that, I, I would really encourage you to have a podcast Yeah, own. so it's more like so I want to do it more like tech focused first like what do you do? Like what do you think about this sure. XYZ? And what were like mm. what did you find out about like debugging in production, like or something like that. Sure, sure, sure. That that really. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So maybe. Let me know if you if you. I mean, you can let us know if there's a, there are any logistical issues yeah. in terms of. We are writing an app, uh, like that allows you to podcast, record podcasts with people being in remote locations. Ah, oh, that's so, so cool. Yes. Ah. You could be the first. Uh, I also had another user. idea for like a startup. Maybe if uh, you want to pursue okay. it. So I talk about two different things. The first question is going back, diving deeper. How is Jessica Frizzell like you? Um, Jesse Frizzell. Jesse Frizzell. So yeah. Jesse is probably Jessica, right? No, I don't know. <laughs> like, why do you have to assume? Um, like, Bill is always William. Yeah, uh, but like, Tom, if, if somebody, again, like, if yeah. somebody has a preferred name, like, you yeah. should call it with it. Like, why are you assuming Jessica? Like, um, I, I just finished it in my head, but I'm probably sure that her legal name is Jessica Fritzel. I mean, that, that is, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter, yes. No, but like, this is coming back to my point. Like, also, like, what RC made me aware of was, like, pronouns. People have preferred pronouns and you should respect them. Don't assume everybody's a she or a he. People can be they. Yeah, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Sorry. People can also be Zer and her and Z. Yeah, I haven't... Like, I think I haven't seen that. You're not? No. Like, our, most people they, they're, like, they're like 47, 50 pronouns now. Yeah, but like, yes. these are the most common ones. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't think I've... I know people, but I've seen people on Twitter and everything with those pronouns, but oh, I don't I know them. So, yeah. That's anyway, fair. Jesse Fazell. Yeah. How is she more like me? How she? How did you? You said like she. You look up to her. She's your role model. And earlier you said that you look up to people who are like you. So yeah. how is she like you? She's. Or uh, she or like how are they like you? I think it's correct. Yeah, I yeah. think it's more like uh, one is like a transition from. This is not her. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's like looking up, pro- trying to I prove mean, his point. I, I, I know more. I think her point is that <laughs> yeah. even if it is, just it doesn't matter. matter. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah, that's bangles around. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's more like so. Like for Jesse, I think I kind of look up her little look, look up to her, look up to her because she was like oh. Well, engineer and like transition to systems, mm-hmm. and she's like a huge nerd about systems, and she has like some amazing talks. And like, I think it's more like sure if like you can do that. It's more the idea of like you can do that, mm-hmm. and I've seen her do that. And like with Julia Evans, it's like she writes these amazing blog posts, which is like 
it makes everything like even her talks are like she's so enthusiastic and it's more like making things approachable so like if something's like if like containers like using Kubernetes how you how you use Kubernetes in production can be like an intimidating topic maybe she makes it really approachable and like literally everything systems you can think about she has a blog post about it so it's more like if people can do this like who kind of look like me and like have other had experiences I think I can do that too so in these cases looking at like you as uh, gender yeah and, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, which is good and I, I can see I don't know when I look up to people am I looking up to them because they are a man but yeah. like with Elon Musk it's like he's he was nobody in I South th- Africa and he moved to America but he's such a massive douchebag we'll get, that, get to that later I would disagree but how, how is she like you he might be how is she like you um so what I was trying to get at was, but if you highly press on this, it becomes like a cold start algorithm. So if you do not, don't have any... I don't think uh, I press on it. Pro- it becomes a cold yeah. start problem. So if you only... No. It's, it would good, yeah. be good to have more people, but I people definitely try have to look more. up to anyone. Yeah. yeah, I definitely have more people. I but love I Brian Cantrell. Yeah. Right, sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I can't. You should go and see his talks. He's amazing. Who? Oh, Jesse. No. Yeah, no. Jesse is. And but Brian Cantrell, he he wrote uh, D Trace, mm-hmm. which is S Trace, but for D. Solaris. Okay. Yeah, and he was... <laughs> yeah, but this is Like, he's also a systems engineer, and he's now a CTO, and he talks yeah. out, like, a lot of historical contacts. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get at. I look up to people who are in a similar field. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so, yeah, I think I it depends think, on your implicit Yeah, biases, yeah, I'm right? so, just wondering like, how this works. I just wanted to get yeah, into yeah. it. Yeah. And I think, I think, sort of tying it back a bit to competition in universities, this is why I like competition in universities. Then you look up, yeah. you sort of look at where other people are at, and then you can instantly say that, oh, that mother, that guy is exactly like I am. Yeah. I mean, in terms of, uh, I mean, often in terms of like life path or stuff like and that. Opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. And opportunities. And opportunities. Yeah. So yeah. if someone can do it, then it's, but it's like, a big So again, like, I, like, it's, it's I, like definitely, I definitely have like female role models and like male role models mm-hmm. and like other role models, like not let's say like do you have female role models in 2011 or 12 i would really look up to elizabeth holmes <laughs> I, I, I did you asked, know about her dad? yeah i was giving oh, my cool. dad to apply for jobs in because my dad's a pathologist in I, found really, I found it really cool that there's this company changing tech completely with uh <laughs> i didn't really care about elizabeth's gender but like yeah. a co-founder from stanford yeah. two years and she's changing changing medicine forever 11 or 12, I was in Pune, so I was in 11th or 12th, and it was 2011 or 12. But my dad You definitely have like more awareness than I do. Like, I don't know any of this. But I don't know many female co founders. Maybe Susan Mohiki, but I don't really. I'm not into that industry. Yeah. And like. But like, like. Facebook was run by a. I shouldn't be saying that. Look, Mark Zuckerberg has built a great business, but if it was built by a woman, I would probably look up to her as well. Or like maybe a non binary person I mean yeah, I that, that definitely ties back in a sense yeah. that like startup co-founders which probably some, is something that you are very much yeah. interested in it, again you have like a big uh, tech minority women minority there in terms yeah. of founders yeah yeah. I, I think for me my role models are more uh, like closer to me in a sense that uh, I think I definitely look up to pe- like a lot of big people but I often I don't think I find it easy to 
relate to a lot of things. I, th- I think I relate to them in tits and bits here and there in, in what, what they are saying about their lives and blah, blah, blah. Oh, but so I think I a lot of people, I, like I honestly, I do look up to a lot of aspects that like, for, ex- for example, exploration. So I, I honestly look up to the way you explore things and, and the mm-hmm. way you think about, that's why I call you a Zen person. So, uh, and, but honestly, that's, that, that's like one bit yeah. of you that I really uh, appreciate. I think it's like, yeah. That's, and yeah. for example, also the way you sort of feel about money. Yeah. Uh, that's very different from the way, from the way yeah. I think about money. I so, think that's... And again, there yeah. are a lot of... I also have like a... Even like Gyani and Shubhanga, there, there, are, there are a lot of ways in which I look up to these people in, in certain aspects. Like, oh, yeah. this person does this so well. And yeah. I think I agree with you, So I never thought about looking up to people in this manner, but I agree. When I see people my age, my background doing good yeah. things, maybe yeah. Indian people, maybe from Pilani, um, I think there's some envy plus some motivation and like like yeah. looking at what I, they're doing I, th- I think there's a definitely a comparison in yeah. the sense that why can't I do this yeah I mean and like oh, there is no reason that I can't do this yes yes that's typically, yeah. the, typically so, the answer is that oh there, there's apparently no reason that uh, yeah. I can't do this like yeah. in terms of opportunity but, yeah that's that's a good way of looking at yeah. how you look up to people but how I had been thinking about it till five minutes sure, ago sure, sure, sure. was yeah uh, sure. yeah I think yeah. like I I guess I like I have those rumors, but also like mm-hmm. just people in your day to day where right, like, right, right, right. like which oh, exist yeah like yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Right, right, like right. oh they can overcome this and they have right. like been knocked down right. back and again but they like persevere and like that's so cool yeah um right. so we can talk about uh how we the two of us think so much about spending money and how yeah. you spend it differently which might be interesting. Or I don't, I don't we can also talk about the podcast oh, app sorry. idea. Women in tech. And also explorations. Yeah. I think we were still left with the last question that Shubhankar had, which yes. was... We, uh, we, don't, we don't answer all of Shubhankar's questions. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I do. <laughs> we, can, we can turn him off. We just put the screen down and he's gone. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Uh, which was like women in tech in three or five years. I honestly don't see it changing. Because, like... like the people who have the money are not putting it where they, their mouth is. Like, I think the problem is that there's not, like, enough women in, like, colleges, which was true. Like, we were 10, 10, 40, mm-hmm. I think 10. You, you were 10. Like, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were 10. Yeah, we were 10 or 40. I think it was 40. But, yeah, which was, like, still a huge number, like, compared to other... Branches. Oh, huge number. Compared to other mm. branches, like mechanical, had two people. I think it was 110 women in all of engineering. Eight, eight, yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is like, and I don't. I think like the numbers are similar across country. Oh no, actually, the more female engineers. No, but like in CMU, I think like 50 percent of the class was female. The computer science oh, okay. class. Which was crazy. But yeah, I think like it's an institutional problem. And like, unless you get like, give people more incentive to study sciences, <laughs> people to study more sciences, like that's where you should start at. Like not at, like because once you're in college, it's already like way less women. And then again, like the workplaces are sometimes hostile to women. I'm not saying like, for me, it has been a Sorry. For me, it's been a relatively pleasant experience, but like it's not the same for everyone. I know where people have been like gaslit or like 
just like not heard and like it's also like depending on your personality where like if you are not confrontational because it's also like it's a lot of things it's like how you grow up as like a girl is very different from like how you grow up as a boy yeah. and like the other values yeah. and etc etc so it's like just making workplaces more friendlier is like one other way like there's like i'm sure there's people who leave tech because it's just so hostile to them okay sorry um so we have time we'll not be speaking over you you can take your time uh, to speak question. you don't have to sorry I had, I had a question as well you're speaking over me now shpankar um, <laughs> yeah. i think tech is um, probably the friendliest uh like yeah. a bank or like finance is probably a lot worse yeah I, like that's what that's something that you guys like law probably very yeah, much more confrontational then- than tech we should improve i agree but i think but i'm if saying you leave tech where do you go that's the yeah but i'm yeah. saying like the bar is so low like mm-hmm. if you're saying oh we're better than law or fine like i can't speak for those industries yeah, because true. um i just know stories like i don't know oh. how it's like no i was so, trying to get us sorry i'm interrupting you yeah oh. so it's like the bar is so low and yeah. you're saying we're doing better than that yeah. like, it's still very low no what i was trying to get at was if you leave this industry which yeah, industry where do you go to i have no idea like what people yeah. do when they leave maybe start because their own business i have no idea what people do when they leave but i know like people leave all the time because the workplace is hostile or like so like it's again like i know like i don't so this was this xyz person at bloomberg mm-hmm. who had like a really big tip with her with their manager where they were like not giving them good work or like when this person was very new right and you have like 30 years of legacy code you can just navigate it on your own you need some help and like they had no mentor and like when they couldn't do the task like they had a mentor but they were busy with like handling fires and couldn't give them the time and when this person couldn't do the work the manager would be like you're not competent enough and you should be fired so like this is a definition of hostile environment i don't know if gender has to do anything with this though but i think like they thought that it did yeah so like this happens like this is true like you move companies i guess and keep moving companies until like you're just so tired of it that you don't do it anymore Or you find some place nice. Yeah, or you find place. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like a good scenario. It makes um, me think of makes makes me think think of success today is sort of tied up to masculine traits. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. essentially, speaking over I sounds like, like being, challenging. Sounds like challenging yeah. to me if I tied back to a more uh, tribal sense. Or like being more assertive. Yeah, like I don't know if like so again like growing up as like a girl versus a boy. I had I had no but this is true like you are not gro- you're when you're like if you're confrontational you'll be like or like how ambitious is used differently in context of men versus women yeah. and like this yeah. is this is all institutional like I'm not like mm. yeah so like yeah sorry yeah uh yeah, yeah. I agree I mean yeah So yeah all of that is like very institutional and I don't think like mm-hmm. one person or like company can change that so that's like a weird mm-hmm. inflection but I guess <laughs> yeah I guess I think it's more like also there's this other concept of alleys I say if you can't see it you probably can't I'm saying it with two 
quote air quotes because like what I have seen so Aries is this concept of like um so you have women in tech and sure like we care about women in tech but you also have male allies that's safe and they also care about this cause but what happens a lot of time is like how they invalidate you so like if I would say hey this happened to me like this did not happen to me by the way but like hey this happened to me that my manager told me that I am shit and I'm not good enough blah 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 and they'd be like let's see Gianni is my male ally and he's trying what he'll do is oh Shubhanga is my male ally and what he'll say is hey, I don't know any woman who's ever been spoken to a manager who's been ever spoken to, who's been ever spoken like that by their manager. I don't know if this is good English. Okay, yeah, that's good English. Okay, so, and yeah, (laughs) yeah, and and like, and I am here saying this is my experience and you are saying you don't know anybody. Well, I am here and you're trying to say that you this can't happen like this is my experience what gives you the right to invalidate it but this also happens all the time so it's like a lot of problems but yeah I, I think I think one issue that I personally found with myself is uh, I, I sort of get defensive yeah so yeah uh, that also happens because, a lot because uh, I mean I'm not saying guess, yeah I'm sorry go ahead I think, I think I definitely found that with myself and then I, I did that and then I figured out later that essentially I was getting defensive for Someone because I, I, I felt that somehow it was uh, uh, an act an attempt to um, sabotage the my gender and, and yeah like, so there's this yeah. sorry there's this thing called not all men I don't know if you've heard that uh, yeah, yeah. but yeah. it's like it's essentially that like you're saying not all men but surely there are a lot of men or like or how you say like how they had like black lives matter in America and you had like all lives matter which is like you're trying to navigate the focus away from the actual yeah, issue yeah. having said that I, I think there are I, I think there are a lot of uh, a lot of these uh, women in tech and I think women activists in general who who I think can have better ways to to come up with their points because I, I think it's sorry if you you can easily especially on Twitter I think there, there are so many debates every day where in just yeah there, there'll be someone who's put up put up a random t- tweet and then yeah and then everyone goes I just like it. I don't like to engage in that because it's just like so fruitless and not like changing people's opinion is hard and it's so much emotional labor on your side yeah and like just as a person if you say like mm-hmm. if you say what do you say if something bad it's Shubhankar saying it okay if something good, then it's <laughs> so like if Shubhankar is saying like something which he's like no everything's good for women in tech there's no problem blah 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 and I like it's just so much emotional labor on my part on trying to explain him like the experiences that other people go through or like I went through which is exhausting, but also like, why should it be my emotional labor? You should go do the work for yourself if you want to be aware. Which is yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's a it's a diff- yeah, definitely a diff- since you talked about uh, since you talked about the institutional problem, right? What what are your thoughts around uh, the IIT reservations for girls? Do you think 
that is a positive step so again like i think if i think i would have so i i went to an all girls school and when we had like a principal who said like who talked like i think there's been like a talk about reservation for women since forever and, like i remember i was like 13 12 30 or maybe yeah and she was like you shouldn't you shouldn't sorry i got distracted so you have, you have the time you can take your time yeah, yeah. so she was sorry so she 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 essentially told us like you shouldn't you sh- like you shouldn't care for reservations like if you are there you should be there because of your abilities and you are smart and like this is meritocracy meritocracy and like i totally but i was totally but into the idea and like now when i'm far away from the system and i can look at it like more objectively and like more dispassionately because it doesn't affect me as much anymore i think like i think reservations are good like there's been like you have institutionally marginalized so many people over centuries like even with like the scst and obc things like i'm not saying all of them like i'm not saying all of them are marginalized i'm sure like a lot of them do really well like have have been brought up really well have really good families whatever but i'm saying okay you give it to them but also you're helping out a lot of people who wouldn't have had the opportunity otherwise and like why you were doing this for like obcsc str like other places hello you forgot like one of the biggest groups you've been marginalizing over like centuries like the women and sure like if it gets if it helps get more women into engineering i'm all for it like we need more because like um it's it's a problem like it's an institutional problem that you have you have been saying yo you're like if you're a girl you're not supposed to be good at math like which is not what happened to me but sure like it, i'm sure it happens to a lot of people or like you should go pursue the arts because there because as a woman that's where like your expertise should lie or I'm whatever i'm surprised that anyone in india gets told to go and pursue the arts probably they get asked to become a doctor, doctor because they got yeah, a yeah. biology no no i i know a lot of people who are pers- a lot of girls uh don't, like even lot of <laughs> that that doesn't uh, uh change the fact dude like chamber is a part of india right yeah i said that i'm surprised i'm not going to say that also, that doesn't happen a lot of us live in a bubble right we live in our own bubbles we don't know enough people with den- like different experiences so like we can't speak for everybody yeah definitely yeah, yeah. I, i was just joking about chamber chamber is a great place i don't <laughs> know anything about this this is like very mumbai thing mankur is better no very gives a shit mankur people give a shit literally you go there and they like oh sorry uh, no offense to the mankur people we just joking good <laughs> Yeah, like can you imagine if you're like you're a CEO of XYZ and this is like your IPO filing oh. and then like somebody goes and digs up these podcasts. It's okay, man. It's okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think it's perfectly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure people would uh, people give you, give us a lot of love over Twitter. But uh, yeah. uh, maybe Twitter won't be a thing anymore. Yeah, since Twitter or whatever that is. 
It's at weird. that point. I'm sure there'd be something when we Well, do you know this thing where this... Sorry, this is a digression, but... That's like a decentralized social network now. So Mastodon. Like, Mastodon, yeah. Sorry, I spoke over you. Yeah, Mastodon. Which is, I was just like, curious if you know about it. But yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm all for reservations because it gets help. It helps get more marginalized people into the mainstream and like have mm-hmm. enough different oh. opinions. Like, I don't know if you've seen this, but if you have like a gender balanced mm-hmm. or like whatever, like different kinds of people the opinions that they bring are very different like because a lot of the narrative is framed by how they think things i don't know have you have you ever had the chance to make use of some of the women only features that tech has today Um, like for example yeah so like how am i using spotify differently compared to you no he means more like there's like several opportunities which are more gender oriented Were you joking? I, I wasn't joking. I was just wondering, like, what you're trying to get at. I was trying to reframe your question. No. Oh, okay. So yeah. I was trying to, I was trying to mention that, like, there, the, the, yeah. like there's this thing called GSOC, which everyone can apply for Google Summer of Code. Oh, okay. But and yeah. then there's this thing called Outreachy, uh, outreachy which is like happens twice a, a year, year compared yeah. to GSOC being once a year, and and it's like very similar in terms of what you get paid and what you do. Yeah. And it's it's for women only. So and like, funny um, thing, when I, the year I was doing Artrichi, GSOC did the thing where it pays you less. by location. Right, right, right. And like, Artrichi still pays you the same. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I earned way more. <laughs> yeah. So I have like, I have definitely used them. Like I have used, so like the Google thingy that I did was, oriented more towards minorities in tech our teachy is like minorities in tech oh that's all actually yeah, yeah. I mean no I mean I think that I think there are more more programs I think there's this thing called uh, Rails Rails yeah, yeah I've seen that there's, and then, so like a lot of things are like don't happen frequently so like um uh, Rust also has like summer of outreach kind of thing where mm-hmm. it like I don't think that's minorities though that's like for anyone working on Rust okay and yeah. are, there, are there are there other programs that like women uh-huh. in our audience can look at who are interested in tech yeah so definitely go look up Outreachy it's amazing go, can you repeat that sorry sorry go look up Outreachy it's like yes. g but for gender minorities uh, go look up Rails g and follow women in tech mailing lists or like a lot of other things like that they usually have something comes up and you'd find out and just like be more aware i guess like look at what other people are doing and see like what path you'd want to follow or like aspire for more basically which is true Uh, for everybody I i think i had a conversation with you wherein you told me that you could have applied for a grant when you went to went for RC, but you did. Oh yeah, so yeah, so RC does this thing where gender minorities get can get a grant if they can't afford to go to RC themselves. But I could, so I didn't choose it because, like, again, like this is like Sodi and Gani look at it like this is very altruistic, but I think it's more like I think there's like more other people who deserve it more like there's literally people who can't afford to go to rc at all if there were no grants and what that means rc doesn't rc is not like rc's model of um, uh, earning money is like they get rc people placed into different companies and like then they take like it doesn't come from like anybody's salary it's just like their recruiting budget 
So that's how they make money. And like, this is not a sustainable model, I think. And like, what that means is like, the founders take a pay cut. And I don't think, like, I can definitely afford to like live in New York for like three months on my own. So oh. I don't want to take it away from someone else who could have, who wouldn't have had the chance otherwise. Would you support reservation in jobs? So at the moment, how jobs, like what a lot of companies try to do is they try to reach out to more women and minorities yeah. and get more people to interview rather than lowering the bar. But with yeah, reservations, you is, are implicitly lowering the bar. This um, is, what would you think here? Do you get more people to work? By lowering so, the bar, or do you are are you in more in favor of reaching out to more people? Yeah. And why does university entrance differ from this if it does? So I don't. So one with university entrance, I don't think I used to think that reservation is lower lowering the bar, but I don't think it's anymore because it's just a score at the end of the day. If you've gotten into IID, like with for I'm sure like if you. I don't know how much marks it is, but let's say if you get 450 out of 450, sure, you're exceptional. But if you get, like, so, like, between 350 to 400, it's, like, you're probably at the same scale. Doesn't, it doesn't matter at all because it's just, like, one day and one score. Like, I don't think you can charge people on that. But does it actually fall down to 350 or does it fall down further? I'm just trying to, like, think about this. Um, like, I'm, like, there was like this, where do you draw a line yeah. between there what's, this, like, acceptable? Like, there was this uh, Quora post by a bit senior. Oh, uh, fuck, I hate Quora. Uh, like, this was long ago when Quora was good, when I loved Quora. Um, it was about IIM entrance, and there was... He went and dug out how reservations affect the entrance, and he found out if you are, uh, I think, SC or SC, and if you're disabled, if you get zero in the test, you are automatically in the 40th percentile, and you can get admission into IIM Ahmedabad. But this, also... This is like a rare case, but this can happen. So I'm just wondering if if those people are at 350 or 400 and they're getting admitted, they're probably really smart. They're lots more smarter than I am in an IIT exam. So uh, I would be up for them and they're probably not lowering the bar. Yeah, but um, also... But like, in this case, it's clearly lowering the bar. Like I, would, I can argue that. They're getting a zero in the test. Which is but also my argument is they don't have the same resources that you do, right? When they're disabled, they have different problems in life. Like, you are fighting to work in the same environment with a lot less armor than you have. I mean, so, then I'm but happy zero. providing them grants for the education. Yeah. I mean, e- equality in opportunities and not in outcomes. So. Yeah. But how do you give up equality in opportunity? In terms of like giving grants for education. Uh, free preschooling. Fair. Free schooling. Or maybe have like a three-year program for them instead of, yeah. instead of a two-year program for everyone else. But, yeah, sure. Like, but that's so much harder to do. Like, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm just saying this is, a, this is a good enough compromise for now. I'm not saying it's the best. I'm saying this is Fair a good enough. enough compromise. I'm sure there's better solutions. And, like, we should definitely do better. But I'm saying this is... Rather than not have them anything at all, I'd rather have them this than, like... So you would be yeah. in for reservation in jobs? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I would be in for reaching out to more people and getting more people to interview. But I don't but, think I'll be in but for you reservation. Don't ha- that's the yeah. problem, right? You don't have enough people. Like, even with reservation, I'm sure, like, they would struggle to get people because, again, there's not enough people. Like, there isn't. Like, they do the, what you're saying, reaching mm-hmm. out to more people. I'm sure yeah, they do. They do that, and I agree with that approach. 
like they should try and reach out to more people and get more people to interview and i'm definitely sure they'll find I'm very sure. capable people yeah, all not, over the world yeah, I'm but not. i'm not in for like assuming you could score an interview which you can't like you can do an iit exam yeah. and if majority of the people are getting hired at 18 i, also I wouldn't don't start hiring people at 40 yeah i don't yeah. yeah i i don't know if i i don't i've Because never thought about like this in terms of yeah. a job interview like lower Yeah because like a lot of times I don't know if you've seen that but like a lot of uh, a lot of like I have felt mm-hmm. slash seen this where a lot of feel, people feel that you're there because you're yeah. a woman and not because you're capable enough. Yeah. Which is definitely something a lot of people but feel. But if you assume that if you're not lowering the bar then people shouldn't assume that way. Yeah. But if you're implicitly lowering the bar if they start hiring Yeah, but Indian, I don't think anybody does that. Uh, oh, let me speak sorry so yeah. if you're uh, hiring indian people uh, indian males at 40 peep and you're hiring other males at like 80 yeah. or 100 then people would definitely assume that majority of us are coming because of 40 and yeah. so it's not yeah. just and it would affect the organization it oh, would affect true. your growth yeah, yeah it would affect even if, if you're hired it'll yeah. be it'll probably be very difficult for you because it'll get yeah. overwhelming if it's yeah. if it's above what you can handle You should yeah. probably spend a few years in a different organization, learn skills, and then get your yeah. like if instead of lowering the bar. That's why I'm in for yeah. approaching more people rather than yeah. But like no, I don't know anybody who does this. Like nobody yeah. lowers no, the just bar. Yeah, talking about an a uh, uh, no, hypothetical there, there, situation in which you're lowering the bar. There have been uh, like allegations, and there have been. I mean, I don't think. But I because don't, this is obviously confidential information. I mean, I that, still that, think that that that's what the uh, what was that document. Or the guy who got fired from Google your James Timor James Timor that that was that was his document it was it was basically about uh not uh, it 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 started because there was a certain uh seminar which spoke about uh I don't in, in some way lowering the bar that's what so that's, like, that's how I regulate it yeah like but it. again like Google does this programs where they have like mentorship for like underrepresented mm-hmm. people so you can talk to google yeah, that, engineers that makes sense, yeah. and like yeah i don't think i don't know anyone who does lower yes. the bar it's just like all implicit yes. assumptions no i was just assuming that. like in hypothetical yeah, scenario like, would be yeah, okay for it and i was just yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah, an answer i think he was drawing yeah. that parallel from a uh, reservation yeah. yeah, college that, which that i think sense. is definitely lowering the bar yeah, yeah yeah if there's like a score gap between 0 and 99.99% yeah. percentile yeah i think yeah i think i think there should be i don't know again like it's yeah i don't know i think education is still where like you should have more leeway because you can always learn more and yeah Um, yeah. I think if the IITs conduct very good exams like they do in Europe and they kick people out of university if they're not doing well after a year, that is a very good model to get people in. People don't know computer science, they come and explore. If they like it, they stay. Otherwise, they're kicked out. But Which, like that's the thing in India, right? It's so much like oh, like it's a big deal. Like you should at least have a college degree. Like you can't survive. Can you? I don't know. Yeah, you. I mean, it's definitely more difficult in India than it is outside. Especially probably in non-tech. I don't think you can do it in non-tech. Fields you might be able to put it out like, in the tech field oh, like, if you're good enough. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, but you're if, you're, getting... if you're a lawyer, you're probably not getting a job without. Yeah, that's, that's everywhere in the world. If you don't have a degree, you yeah. probably don't know the law well enough. No, but you can no, in America. You, you can pass the bar, pass the bar yeah. without I, a law degree, and it's okay. But no, but is it? Yeah, no, I don't think. I think you, you can do it. Then why does everybody study law and not just give the bar? 
because you can't know everything that's not part of the bar. Maybe like more more life know-how with the degree. I have no idea. I like, do you want doctors to just wing it on their own and start preparing people? <laughs> no, come on. But that's, that's, that's like way different. different. And I would say law is something yeah, which is because, very important. Yeah, and I would want people to learn law of the internet. Yeah, because law is like it, it has consequences on people's <laughs> lives. But that's true. Sure, but I think, I think that's a, true with, with, with tech a, as no, well. No, but, but with a lawyer, there are, there, there's typically a big. I mean, it's typically not just you. There, there's you, there's the opponent's lawyer, there's the judge, there are like so many parties involved that it's difficult to go wrong, relatively, compared to when a, when a, when a private but doctor I can, think can, like a can prescri- prescribe you anything in India. And, <laughs> and if they have that degree or whatever, they can essentially prescribe you anything and if you go get your medicines and if it's just outright wrong that affects you that affects lives more hands on yeah, sure. I think yeah. yeah but I think either way either way that, that wouldn't be a nice thing but but yeah if you can pass your bar exam it's difficult to comment because I have no idea what the bar yeah. exam is I mean apart from the bar <laughs> exam the name but yeah uh, I asked uh, Jamie and Jamie's like California Virginia Vermont and Washington allow aspiring lawyers to take the bar exam without going to law school. Instead, they're given the option to apprentice with a practicing attorney or a judge ah, and then they become lawyers. Also, the thing is that with these things, they often do university and then they do law school. Yeah. Which is like a, like a, so another many extra. Years, like three yes. more years. Yes. So they, they I, I guess in Indian terms, I don't know if they call this, if, if it's the same term outside, but like a diploma, which is like a short, like a short term basic thing. It's like still three years. Two, two to three years, I think, yes. But then a lot of people then decide their major after that. Yeah. So a lot of people... They also in this have case, like... They, they already have some sort of a degree. They also have like pre-med and then you... Yes, exactly. Then you go to med school, yeah. I was like... Uh, okay, uh, recently... Sure. Sorry, everyone's looking at me, so it's my chance to speak. Uh, <laughs> recently, uh, I've been thinking that I know nothing about the law. Like... At discussions during lunch at Palantir, different law things come up and see people seem to know the law. And people, things like Roe versus Wade come up, which is an American thing. Yeah. What was Roe versus Wade? So I'm, I'm Ruth looking for... Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Sorry. Uh, okay. So just uh, <laughs> trying to uh, figure out if there are any books that people suggest to know more about the law. I want, to know, I want to know more about the law because that's important for life, isn't it? Yeah. How do you... Ethics and how do these things come up? Ooh, so... Amazing. You talk about ethics. Ethics are, ethics are, are they Brian, different from laws? I think laws eventually get their root in ethics. Yeah. I mean, hopefully. So yeah. you should. Yeah. You should. Oh, good ethics. Sorry. You should check Brian Cantrell's talk about ethics in software. Maybe that would be. Okay. <laughs> sorry, I just love Brian Cantrell. You should. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. If you find out, let us know. Or let me sure. know. I'm trying to come up with books to read in the next quarter. I'm trying to get in a good law book. Law. Interesting. Like, I don't know nothing about it. Yeah. I think, like, a lot of... A thing that popped up in my YouTube feed, which was MIT has a course about public transportation system. Mm -hmm. And I started watching that. Mm -hmm. And it was very cool. They teach you how to take the tube in London? No, like how you design public transport systems. Mm. You're trying to be funny. (laughs) I'm succeeding. People laughing. I think think he's laughing at your attempt, but sure. 
Yeah. <laughs> sure, do, do you want to wrap it up? What? Don't do that. Oh, sorry. Yes. She's fidgety, so. Yes, fidgety things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, sure. Um, uh, do you want to say something or like, did we leave something out that you want, really wanted to get out to the audience? I don't know. You can talk about your blog. I don't have a blog. She doesn't have a blog. You can talk about your GitHub profile. Yeah. yeah, where can people reach you? Yeah. How do people reach you? Where do they find out about what you're working on? Why do you want to know what I'm doing? <laughs> or are people, or are listeners are like literally savvy on the internet and they... And, and they try and find role models who they can yeah. relate to. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you can't find me on Facebook because I don't use Facebook. Mm-hmm. You can email me. Email you every second week. To know what you're working on. But yes. I, I don't know. Uh, just see my GitHub. I think you should update your blog. Yeah, just see do, do it, Gabby. Do it. Just see my GitHub. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Just see the GitHub. That's a good way. Like if she's a programmer, she probably puts puts her work on GitHub. Yeah. And, and they, she, they can see what you're working on. Yeah, or maybe Twitter. And if people have like really meaningful questions, they can mail you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't use okay. a lot of social media. Uh, GS0510 That's my birthday 5 October Or, or 10th May Or 10th May Today That was yesterday, yesterday. Yeah. But I am Indian Indian Not yeah. American Yeah it's like, Time is hard How do you do No It's like just Like How much yeah. there's Like computers Doing time with computers Oh yeah, yeah Time zones and like Yeah, time, yeah, yeah I like how leap seconds and Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I don't even think about it In that level What I think about is How do computers figure out And like take Like how do different Random apps Take into consideration Daylight savings I get blown yeah. away When someone does yeah, that Yeah yeah right? That's, that's yeah. some engineer Changing a configuration <laughs> Each time that happens And that's apparently Very difficult Because countries keep introducing time zones mm-hmm. and, and keep removing them yeah so like and how uk won't have daylight savings next year yeah 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 like, i okay. think okay. Yeah, yeah 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 no i mean a lot of countries add like keep adding like 15 minute time zones as well but really. why would you do that how you, you does have, that help like nepal is like 5:45 or 5:15 one of them it's like oh, it's it's, okay. an, it's an, 45 where is like okay it's after it's before in no it's after it should it's be after before. It's before, it's before India. It's yeah, before. yeah, it's before India. Because oh. it's towards... So, no, but it'll be plus 5.45 and India's plus... It's towards plus the east, right? So, it should be after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's 5.45. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, so it was t- fun talking to Gargi. Thank you for right. having me. Um, yeah, it was fun talking Ooh. to Gargi. So, we discussed a lot of things. Um, please write a review. Uh, follow her on Twitter. Or don't. Or don't. <laughs> and keep applying to different places. Yeah. Yeah. You get a lot of rejections and you eventually become good at handling them. And they sometimes suck, but that's the way to live life. You put yourself out there. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. And apparently it's way more fun to podcast in person. Yeah.